0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I'm your host, Brian Montes, founder of Works and the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching and membership community. So congratulations is in order. If you've built a successful freelance business that has grown to the point where you need to hire, you have achieved a huge milestone. If you're already past the point of making your first hire and your team is now growing, well, congratulations is in order to you as well. So regardless of where you are with scaling your team and your business, whether you're at employee number one or employee number 100, this podcast focuses on everything related to people operations. We'll cover best practices, strategies, and solutions to help you build a sustainable and scalable business that is fueled by great people and a great culture. So if you're enjoying listening to this Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, please subscribe, give us a like, and give us a review. Your feedback will help us grow this podcast and we'll be able to positively impact more employers to help them build better work environments. Well, welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montez, founder of Scalosity Works, a full-service HR, management, and payroll company. Now, I know your time is valuable, and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune into the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award. So, as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey with us, I will sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work and set your employees up for success, how to establish proactive HR systems that will lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through good times and bad, and how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and more. So, if you're ready to build a best places to work business, let's get started. In this episode, of the entrepreneur to employer podcast, we are going to talk about the top five reasons why your company needs an employee handbook. Now, I am never surprised anymore after doing this for so many years. I am onboarding a new client. They have 50 employees. They've been in business for 10 years. They are not a small company by any stretch. And I was, I guess I should have been surprised, but I wasn't to find out that their employee handbook had not been updated since 2016. Now, at the time of this recording, it is December 2022. So, we are almost headed into 2023. And this particular company, with 50-plus employees, has not had their handbook reviewed or updated since 2016. And here in California, the number of updates that have occurred since then have been tremendous. So that handbook is substantially outdated and behind schedule, which what that does is it sets the company up for a lot of problems. Luckily, they realized that new management's reviewing everything and saying, hey, we gotta get a lot of our HR systems fixed and in place and, and updated and get this foundation established. So new management doing a great job of taking a look at what needs to happen. So kudos to them for that, right? Better late than never for sure. And luckily they do run their business, uh, the rest of their business pretty well. So they haven't had any issues. So it's a good time for them to shore up their HR foundation. But that instance alone made me realize that a lot of people, a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't realize that they need an employee handbook, an employee manual, right? Whatever you want to call it. And there is a good reason for it, I get it, it's a boring document, it's not sexy, it's bland, but it is there for a reason. So we're gonna to talk today about the top five reasons why your company needs an employee handbook. So first and foremost, an employee manual, also known as employee handbook, is gonna help defend your company from employee lawsuits. If your company is sued for employment-related claims, including to but not limited to violations for meal and rest breaks, not giving proper rest breaks, not properly providing overtime compensation, discrimination, harassment, or any of the other myriad of things that employers can be sued for, the first thing your attorney is going to want to look at is the employee handbook. The employee handbook is important because it's the de facto manual for your business operation. These are the policies that you've written that you've communicated to your employees in writing. Now, once you establish an employee handbook, this needs to become part of your onboarding process. It needs to become part of your new hire packet. And I will tell you right now, I have seen a lot of companies just hand the employee manual over to the employee and say, here's your manual, sign that you've received it, and away we go. Well, you know as well as I do, most people are not gonna sit down and read that handbook. They're not gonna look at that handbook till they think they need it. So, what I would encourage you to do is to, part of your new hire, your administrative onboarding, is you sit down with that employee and you go through all of the important sections in that handbook. You have a conversation with the employee about the very important topics that are in there, especially the topics that are related to wage and hour, taking breaks, taking meal periods, clocking in and out, et cetera, et cetera. It is important that you have that conversation with the employee and that it's not just a box that is checked off in the New hire process. In fact, the employee handbook is a standard question on court provided form interrogatories that are used in discovery during lawsuits. So even if your attorney doesn't ask you right away for your employee manual, I can guarantee you opposing counsel will definitely request it. And if you don't have an employee handbook in place, opposing counsel will likely use the absence of a handbook to prove that your company does not have any consistent policies or procedures when it comes to how your employees are treated. So number one reason to have an employee handbook in place is it will help defend your company from employee lawsuits. All right, the second reason why an employee manual is so important is because it's going to help you set the expectations for employees and management. Now, it is important to set expectations for all your employees and all of your management team. Now, even if you are just hiring employee number one, you still want to get an employee manual in place. There's a lot of people that say you don't need to have an employee manual until you have five or more employees. But I got news for you employee one through four can sue you as well. So, it is my opinion that having an employee manual when you get your first couple of employees on is an important practice. Now, the reason that we use the handbook to set expectations for employees and management is because new employees will now understand what is expected of them. And that could range from appropriate work attire to cell phone use during business hours. If your employee understands what is expected, then they also know what not to ask for. So in addition, many times business owners are too busy to oversee the day-to-day operations of the company, and they hire a manager to deal with employees and certain business issues. And once you get your business to the point, that's great because now you're getting to a point where you're working on the business and not in the business. But even the most experienced managers will sometimes make a call that is seemingly insignificant, yet the impact is tremendous. I'll give you an example of this. was working with a, with a client and they didn't pick up the phone and call when they had to do a termination. Now, this business is run very well. and. Fifteen years in, the CEO has never had to fire anybody. Well, his turn finally came where he had to fire somebody, and he didn't pick up the phone and have a conversation with us about the do's and don'ts of termination. He decided to wing it on his own, and the winging it on his own ended up costing him a $5,000 fine. He sat down with the employee, and he had her exit packet there. And he handed her exit packet, and he explained to her why she was being terminated. She refuted the termination and did not agree with it. So she refused to sign the exit packet. So this CEO said, okay, no problem. You don't want to sign your exit packet. I'm not giving you your final check. Well, that is against the law. The fact that he did not her her final check was a labor code violation. Furthermore, it is irrelevant if an employee signs their exit packet or not. It doesn't dilute it. It doesn't make it invalid. They have the right to not sign the packet the exit packet is still valid, even if they don't sign it. So this CEO made the decision to not give her her final paycheck at her termination meeting. She promptly called the labor board. It cost his company a $5,000 fine for not giving her her final check. So what he thought was a seemingly insignificant impact ended up costing his business $5,000. So the employee handbook is going to help guide your manager's on the do's and don'ts, especially in your absence. Third reason why I have an employee manual and employee handbook is just smart business is it's going to help you lay the foundation for treating employees consistently. There is nothing worse than an organization that plays favoritism and doesn't provide a level playing field for the employees. Now, companies that operate on an unspoken and unwritten policy create situations where employees believe they are being treated unequally and unfairly, and that's the time where you will start having a breakdown in your culture, a breakdown in performance, a breakdown in communication, and potentially you may have some lawsuits. An employee handbook is a place for employees to be comforted that they know that they are not the only one required to request vacation in advance. Or that they are not the only ones required to wait until the following month to enroll in a company-sponsored health plan or 401k benefits. At the end of the day, all of us just want to know that we are being treated fairly, that we are being treated equitably, and that we are being treated the same as our peers or coworkers. And the employee manual, when written correctly, is designed to level the playing field. Reason number four why you are going to want an employee handbook. The employee handbook is going to inform your employees of their rights and benefits. All employees have rights and benefits, and it is not our job as an employer to hide it from them. We should be prepared to communicate to our employees what their rights and benefits are, because if we don't communicate that, they're going to Google it, and they may not get the right information there. Or, even worse sometimes, they could go to a coworker and ask them, and that coworker could provide them with misinformation as well. So, you wanna make sure that your employees are properly informed of their rights and benefits. This way, you will avoid misinformation, improper communication, and you will avoid assumptions being made that lead to wrong decisions. Now, the employee handbook exists to alleviate the burden from your company's HR team, your HR representative, and your managers from explaining the myriad of policies and benefits that are available to each new employee and for every new employee. In addition, employee handbooks can bring to employees the attention of company-sponsored benefits and encourage participation, especially when it comes to things like a 401k, a health savings plan, all of the different benefits that you will want to start offering as you build your company out. It's important to have that information available so that employees can read about it and understand them and know who they need to contact if they want more information. The fifth and final reason why it is very important for you to have an employee manual is because it reassures that your organization is complying with all state and federal rules and regulations. That employee handbook is going to reaffirm, if there were any doubts to begin with, that your company adheres to all state and federal rules and regulations related to labor and employment law. Your employees are going to want to know they're working for a company, they're working for an owner, they're working for an entrepreneur that does the right thing. They want to follow the state and federal laws. They're not trying to skirt them, that they understand what their rights are, they understand what the rules and the regulations are, and that the employer is setting everybody up for success because they are following the law And they're making sure that the employees know what their rights are and what their benefits are. So that handbook just reassures that your organization is following all state and federal rules and regulations. Again, just to recap the top five reasons why your company needs an employee handbook. Number one, it will help defend your company from employee lawsuits. Number two, it's going to help set expectations for employees and for the management and set up the rules of the road for everybody. Three, it's going to make sure your employees are treated consistently. An employee handbook levels the playing field for everybody. Four, it's going to inform your employees of their rights and benefits. And five, it's going to show your employees that you as an employer do comply with all state and federal rules and regulations that you play by the rules. So those are the five reasons why I strongly encourage every business to have an employee manual in place, whether you have one employee or a thousand employees. Having an employee manual in place is critical to the success of your HR program. Well, that concludes today's discussion on the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I thank you for joining us today. I would love if you would be willing to give us a review whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a review. I would love your feedback. And if you know another business owner, another entrepreneur, another business leader that could benefit from learning about all of this, do me a favor, grab the podcast link, send it to them, and say, hey, really think you would benefit from listening to this podcast. Share it with your community. Share it with your colleagues and your peers. My goal is to help as many business owners, as many entrepreneurs, as many business leaders as I can build a work environment where at some point you can apply and win for that coveted Best Places to Work award. Make it a great week, and we will see you next week on the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. Thank you for listening to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast today. We have a free resource for you. Download our free workbook with the 18 questions that a transitioning entrepreneur to employer needs to ask and answer before making that first hire. The link to your free resource is in the show notes. Last but not least, subscribe to this podcast and give us a review. The more we grow this entrepreneur to employer community, the more we can make sure that Mondays, or any day of the week for that matter, don't suck.